Um, so yeah, let's uh, taste this dark somehow. It it tastes like blood. It does not taste like blood. I think I might not be able to do this. Oh no! Oh no! Careful, careful, oh, careful! No, I can do it. I gotta drink like a really big sip to like, like get it did. really away from the rim. Chug it! Chug it! Chug. I felt like such a big sip, and it did so little. <laughs> yeah, the way martini glasses are shaped, um, other sips will do more do work. Smelly, right? <laughs> it's. I want like a reverse martini glass, a pyramid. Yeah. Is that like a baby bottle? It would be like, um, like you know how um, red wine glasses have a bigger lip because they need more air and white wine has smaller? Yeah. It'd be like an even more white wine glass where it just like peters into a tiny little hole at the top. It feels like a sippy spill. cup. Yeah, yeah it's it feels a sippy like... cup for me, the baby. Yep. <laughs> All right, welcome to Fine Pairings. Back in spooky season. Boop, boop, boop. Which, uh, how, how spooky on a scale of one to ten is this fit, Claire? Uh, how spooky is the fandom originally? Um, not terribly spooky. Okay, because last week's was also not terribly I, spooky, but that was our lead-in. I don't know how to prep you for how spooky it is because it's like not. There's kind of a spooky part towards the end, but okay. like, uh, it's not. I don't think. What is our spookiest hunt? episode that we've had? Probably oh, Buzzfeed. Buzzfeed Unsolved. That yeah. was. Paranormal activity. Yeah, paranormal activity. not yeah. reduxed. Yeah. The and demon maybe chain. we won't. Yeah. No, we won't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how high on the list it was, but it was higher than the last couple ones we've done. Yeah. So here's here was my... Um, oh, yeah. What was your process? So here was my process. So I was given the tag horror. I kind of explored the tag psychological horror. I Ooh. did... Is that different than psychological thriller? Because I'd say that's like the more standard trope or yes. genre of yes stuff. psychological horror was different because it was like more like torturing people psychologically mm. oh interesting yeah because i feel like if you go on like a streaming service like netflix or hulu horror and psychological thriller are like in the same category often and i don't yeah. think that's psychological always true so yeah and they're not so psychological like, horror seems like its own yeah like psychological subset. horror might be like the haunting of Blythe, like oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Ha- haunting a pale house more. yeah and like psychological thriller might be gone girl yeah what i wanted to find was something that was spooky and not just something like sweet from a spooky fandom mm. and then i was sort of like okay psychological horror is maybe tricky to like find what i was looking for so then i switched over to body horror and i thought that would be maybe also a weird choice for a written book <laughs> yeah and so yeah so what i think i struggled with is like a lot of horror is hard to do in a written capacity because so much of it is immersive, which is why well, a lot and, like, of... you can't do like a jump scare in a book. Correct. Like, it's just so much harder to like yeah. build the atmosphere. Yeah, which is like why Stephen King has mm. psychological horror. Yeah. And so it's like you're being tortured psychologically. So anyway, while I was exploring yeah. bodily horror and I don't... And what's funny is this isn't tagged this way. But I would say that this happens in here, so I don't remember mm-hmm. if this just appears somewhere else. Um, but anyway, I found this, um, what we do in the shadows fic. Ooh. And uh, it's called Night Night. And it's written by uh, UV underscore DUV. So I don't know if that's like of dove. UV underscore DUV. Yep. Of dove. That's not probably how sure. you say it. Sure. I did get in contact with this author. Um, they gave me permission to read this, but um, I was waiting for additional information from them. So there. So if I hear back from them, I will have Josie. More information here. <laughs> I will put, Josie will cut that information in here. 
Hello, this is Claire from the future past. Past as in past from right now when you're listening, but future from what past Claire and Grace are listening to. We did hear back from Avdav, which that is how she pronounces it in her head. It's apparently short for ultraviolet dove. So she wrote this fic uh, at the start of the pandemic after binging What We Do in the Shadows, and she has been using uh, fanfic as a way to process her feelings of grief. There's been some levity from the show What We Do in the Shadows that allowed her to kind of process this by mixing humor and horror, which is a a real, uh, what is that, caveat, card? It's really a hallmark of the of the show. Um, so yeah, so she got some good feedback from the first times that she posted and kept doing it. And then the the idea for this fic kind of came as, and I'll try not to spoil too much, but it kind of came from the idea of what happened to the previous familiars before Guillermo. And so that's what this episode is kind of going to dive into. And uh, other fun facts about our author, Uh, She is in her late 20s, and her day job is in scientific research. So uh, that's definitely very interesting. And she couldn't get in touch with us originally because she was hardworking at her job and was busy with an academic conference. So good for her. Uh, I let everything outside of my professional life distract me. So I'm impressed. But yeah, she loves a good Nandermo ship because of their humor and horror balance. And she just finds it so loving and sweet and fiercely nasty and toxic. So all of the good elements for a good ship. So uh, thank you, Ultraviolet Dove. And uh, I'll kick it back to you past Claire and Grace and uh, take it from here. Anyway, so this is what we do in the shadows. The summary says... um, is this a show you watch? Yeah, this is a show I watch. Okay, because I think it's one that you've told me to watch and I just keep forgetting because it's like on FX or something. Like It's, it's, on, it's on, on regular Hulu. TV. It's it on is? Hulu, Oh, yeah. good, okay. So for those who have not watched What We Do in the Shadows, we are following three traditional vampires and one energy vampire, plus mm. Guillermo, who is a familiar to one of them. So Nandor is like a vampire who's from like the Persian Empire. So he's like from like Iraq. Okay. And then there's Nadia and uh, her husband who's... I'm very mad. Why is his name escaping me right now? Um, uh, Laszlo. There we go. So Nadja and Laszlo are a couple. And like Laszlo mostly talks about like the one he has used his immortal life to just like explore all sexualities and Fun. every sexual yeah, try position. everything once. And then Nando the Resentless from Iraq. And then the energy vampire is Colin Robinson. Mm. So the rest of them drink blood. But Colin Robinson is an energy vampire, which means that like he's dressed like a guy from mm-hmm. accounting. And he basically like the way he feeds off of people is by boring them. Yeah. No, I think. Yeah, I think I've seen yeah. or heard of this where like he like kind of talks to you until you get bored yes. with like what he's saying. Yeah. And then so like, I don't know, shenanigans. And it's like a sitcom of a documentary style thing where they Cute. like talk about like, like, you know what they're up to and they have like talking heads and it's pretty funny. And Guillermo is uh, Nandor's familiar and he wants to be turned into a vampire. Uh, and yeah. so a lot I mean, of these familiars, vampire, ser- the human servants, they're like proving themselves. To, yeah. Like, it's that they like, the cause yeah, or, okay, they sure. do it for a while and then beco- become vampires. But then it's like kind of a joke that like all the vampires are sort of like, no, I'm not going to turn them into a vampire. It's like a, it's like a um, friend zoning. Correct. <laughs> vampire yeah. zoning. They're like, oh yeah, Human of zoning? course. <laughs> yeah. We're only, well, we'll just do this for a little while longer and then, you know, turn yeah. to the camera and be like, no, I'm not. We'll gonna. turn, we'll turn you like eventually. Guillermo in 
over the course of the seasons mm-hmm. has now transformed into he is actually descended from a long line of vampire hunters. Okay. So he's actually very good at hunting and killing vampires. And it just like is kind of um physical comedy because he he's more chubby so it doesn't look like he would be this like elite vampire hunting and then all of his vampire friends in the house are like like don't believe that he's like capable of literally anything but yeah it's so it's very funny um and Guillermo is like probably more like late 20s so this is at the beginning of his familiar he's been like Nandor's familiar for like 12 years Mm -hmm. So this is more at the beginning. So summary, 20-year-old Guillermo has just moved into the house and is adjusting to his new surroundings. One night, Guillermo asks Nandor a question with a very long and disturbing answer. This was the arrangement Nandor insisted on after Guillermo bombarded him with questions every night as an eager new familiar. One one question per week, predicated on completed chores. Guillermo had thought about what his question would be all week. He (laughs) swallowed and asked, when did you turn your other familiars into vampires? Um, And then this will be requiring a long answer sit nandor says interesting so that's the the fic nice and that brings me what are we drinking we are drinking like super uh vampire core cocktail yes (laughs) this uh this drink is i'm calling the blood of a familiar Mm. and uh what it is is it's uh, familiar blood familiar (laughs) blood of a familiar and it's uh two ounces white rum three fourths ounce peach schnapps three ounces black cherry juice, and then two teaspoons grenadine. And then it is garnished with some cherries some that have cherries. yeah that have sunk into the glass. And I did remove the pit. It so. does kind of look like like a heart. Or yeah, something. it's very <laughs> organy. I would not, I would never, I mean, I haven't smelled it yet. I, I have to keep it far away because it's very full. And as soon as I touch yeah, it, yeah. I'm going to spill it. So yeah. I have to like go away from like, I would not have guessed this to be a rum drink based on like anything about the presentation. No, no. and I've, uh, I've tasted it. It's pretty, it's, Pretty did you make fruit. it up yourself or did you like find um, a thing and find a thing? No, I, th- this was mostly find a thing and then like a little adaptation, but, uh, okay. but yeah, so, mm, okay. Again, mo- I'm going over here to sip the drink. Yeah. <laughs> I would say largely built on a recipe, but I kind of changed it a little just to, I think I was reading about using black cherry juice to, for the darker blood looking. Ooh. That is so like I taste the rum, but yeah, it's really like changed because of all the other ingredients. Cherry is such a weird flavor by itself. It almost tastes like almondy or something. Oh, like I see it, what you're saying. You know what I mean? Like that kind of like nutty, savory. Is it cherry pits that have a poison in them? Maybe. Is this poisonous? Here, I'm gonna Google it. I'm I don't know that it's cherry pits. There's something that has a pit and it's the pit that you like grind it up and then it like I mean like lots of pits have a little bit of cyanide in them. Yeah. Cause like a lot of things have a little bit of cyanide. <laughs> Well, maybe we're <laughs> drinking cyanide. Whoopsies. <laughs> and we turn into vampires. You're right. Some fresh fruits, including cherries, plums, peaches, nectarines, and apricots, have pits that contain cyanide. Ayo, I remember stuff. I'm a witch. Is it cyanide that kind of tastes almondy? Actually, I think, yeah. <laughs> now I'm going to Google. Does the psychological horror is this drinking a poisonous? <laughs> Does cyanide smell like almonds? <laughs> yes. Cyanide sometimes is described as having a bitter almond smell, but does not always give off an odor. No. I, so, yeah, it's definitely like that. Um, I mean, like it might not be almond specifically, but it has like a, a yeah, nutty, nutty sort of something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Like it's good. No, no. <laughs> I was yeah. just like, man, I really don't. I eat cherries. I don't drink or have a lot of things that are like actual cherry flavored it's like the oh no the sugar yeah. cherry flavor like no a, like a, a maraschino cherry oh yeah 100 percent. yeah so this, this is, is like funny because this is the yeah. opposite of a maraschino cherry <laughs> but yeah no it's so it's, it's pretty good let's dive in and we'll see how um horror-y how scary is it 
When Nandor drew the curtain back and showed Guillermo the tiny closet under the stairs where he would mm-hmm. be sleeping as a full-time familiar, Guillermo initially balked and stuttered, uh, oh, <laughs> it was so small, and he had expected at least a solid door. Yeah. And there's no door. It's well, just, like, like vampires, open. I mean, I don't know what these ones. Vampires historically sleep in, like, tiny, tiny coffins. Yeah. So you could give the human a full bedroom uh yeah they sleep in their coffin in their rooms in their big rooms in their big rooms selfish i mean like some of their like relationship is they like kind of treat guillermo like he is a dog yeah at one point like it at one point um in one of the more recent seasons guillermo they're like keeping guillermo in a cage and they like (laughs) you remember how earlier off mic we were talking about like vampires who've forgotten how to be human yeah they've been alive for you know hundreds and hundreds and i forget what humans need yeah and so they're bringing him raw chicken to eat what because they're like here's your food and like luckily he uh they're not smart so he's like getting out every night and like going and eating regular food and killing vampires apparently yeah so i feel like them knowing that he can kill vampires so easily would really balance out their uh, dynamic no uh, does not that's weird does not again you'll have to watch it so you understand watch, this weird dyda- dynamic all right spooky it was so small, but he had expected at least a solid door. However, as he cleaned the space, replaced the dusty bedding, and put up some of his favorite band posters, <laughs> he realized that compared to some of his friends away at college, it wasn't so different from a dorm room. And besides, he thought, in a few years he'd be sleeping in a coffin for the rest of eternity, wouldn't he? So small. In that light, the cramped dark room under the stairs was a step in the right direction, really. This particular night, he had finished his chores early and was sketching his vision of his vampire future. Guillermo the Great. <laughs> well, maybe. He wasn't completely settled on the name, but the alliteration was nice. Regardless, the image was always the same. Shoulder-length hair, smoldering eyes, classy vintage clothes, and of course, the fangs. You can do most of that right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do vampires, do you get hotter when you become a vampire? No. In this? Okay. You, you, just, are, are you are the same. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You are you, the same. Most of this is on you. <laughs> yeah. You could look like this right now. Yep. You, you, could, you could be but doing like, this. You could also probably get some fake fangs. Yep. Yep. Bam, How bam, funny bam. would that be if he like comes around with like those fake like kids vampire teeth, just like I'm one of you. <sighs> Go away, Guillermo. Oh. <laughs> Nandor called for him, snapping him out of his daydream. Closing his sketchbook, Guillermo scurried to Nandor's crypt quickly, sliding around the heavy door and shutting it quietly behind him. Nandor the Relentless, the incredible vampire that Guillermo was privileged to call his master, stood imperiously in his crypt, one arm perched casually against his coffin, the other holding a book. Guillermo felt his breath catch in his throat for a moment, and his heart skip a beat. He was grateful that Nandor hadn't looked up from his book, which he now noticed was a collection of Edward... 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 Edwardian? No, Edgar Allan Poe's works. (laughs) I just have Twilight on the brain. Edward Allan Poe. (laughs) Edward Allan Poe. Edward Allan Pope, the off-brand emo popes. Emo popes. It didn't matter that Guillermo had dressed himself earlier that evening. It didn't matter that he had been his familiar for more than a year now. Looking at Nandor still felt like walking into a gothic cathedral, being floored by soaring ceilings, stained glass, regal thick black hair, and eyes in the right light sometimes gleamed gold. Guillermo's Mm. fingers tightened around his sketchbook, and then he cursed himself for grabbing it instead of his notepad. Shit, do I even have a pencil? Before he could discreetly check, Nandor's eyes flicked at him from above his book and paralyzed Guillermo. Have you finished your chores? He asked, eyes still scanning lines from Poe. Guillermo couldn't help uh, borderline babbling. Yes, sir. I finished scrubbing the floors, mowing the lawn. Dismember. Nander cut him off. Yes, yes. Good, good. And what? He- <laughs> good question. Yes. I get why Guillermo has to do a lot of the like, 
uh, d- dirty work, more or less, to like mm-hmm. clean up the bodies and like, or like maybe do stuff during the day when they can't go outside. Yep. But like the vampire, do the vampires need to like sleep during the whole day? Yes. Oh, okay. Because I was like, they are immortal. Why are they not helping clean? What else do they have better to do? Nothing. They're just a bunch of rich assholes. They're just. Yeah, they're okay. not actually rich though. So they act like rich. They assholes. have. They are roommates because they have no money. So <laughs> they're poor vampires. How yeah. they not have money? They've been around forever. I don't know. It's so easy to have money when you've been around forever. Yeah, but they don't understand money anymore. So they like. Oh no. <laughs> They're like, so it's like uh, they stopped caring about money because they're seven hundred years old. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. That so they like, make sense. they didn't like plan ahead and that kind of stuff. They were like more interested in like fucking and like doing other stuff. So I like that better than like vampires forgetting how like human emotions work. <laughs> yeah, being like I just don't understand why they care about money. There's yeah, why would well, I waste my time? And it's like most of them were like really wealthy people when they were vampires so they like aren't you they weren't used to taking care of mm. like uh nandor was like they were used to scrubbing the floors at any point in yeah, time he was like a king with like 37 wives and like yeah. so he already wasn't scrubbing the floor. Yeah. Okay, that's, that makes more sense he was that like a war sense. so it's like none of these things like occur to them mm. and there are like times when guillermo is not there and then they like don't understand like why the house is like so messy nandor cut him off Yes, yes, good, good, he said languidly, finally putting the book down in his coffin and using a priceless ring as a bookmark. Very well. You may have one question. Nandor held up his finger to indicate the number one. Guillermo tucked his sketchbook under his arm. This was the arrangement Nandor insisted on after Guillermo bombarded him with questions every night as an eager new familiar. Mm -hmm. One question per week, predicated on completed chores. Guillermo had thought about what his question would be all week. He swallowed and asked, when did you turn your other familiars? Nandor tilted his head, a strange look passing over his eyes that Guillermo didn't know how to interpret. He nervously trailed his fingers over the fabric of his jeans. Okay, so my my assumption is that none of the current vampires were familiars. So this doesn't sound like good news for that, Guillermo. That would be an accurate statement. Because then he'd be able to figure it out. So either they just die or they fuck off. <laughs> Seems like really not a good... <laughs> You got to get out of here, man. Yeah. <laughs> this really just sounds he's, like bad news bears all around. Oh, no. He's got a bad job. He's got the type of bad job that you're like, my guy, get out of there. There's not even like a good pathway. No. Like, it's not like, oh, yes, all of the people in this house were my familiars at some point. No. <laughs> that still live with me and we hang out and are best friends now. Yep. No, that is not what is going to happen. <laughs> no. Nandor tilted his head, a strange look passing over his eyes that Guillermo didn't know how to interpret. He nervously trailed his fingers over the fabric of his jeans, wondering if this was somehow too forward of a question. But instead of chastising him, Nandor looked up at the ceiling and twirled his hands absently as he presumably thought about it. This will be requiring a long answer. Sit, he said, laying back in the chase with his legs spread and his, and his hands folded in his lap. He looked up at Guillermo expectantly. Where do I... Guillermo trundled over to sit on the chase next to him, but Nandor grimaced and gestured to the footstool. Oh, duh. When Guillermo sat still too close, Nandor pushed the stool back with his foot. (laughs) I've had many, many familiars over the years, as you can no doubt imagine. Centuries ago, I was involved in a long, wondrous, horrendous romance with a very powerful queen. Nandor said it as he twisted a ring on his finger, sighing wistfully. Guillermo thumbed the pages of his sketchbook in his lap. He could almost imagine the woman in his mind's eye. No doubt, imposing, tall, with long dark hair, beautiful and terrifying in equal turns. She was the most powerful person in Europe at the time. But, um, she got jealous of my familiar and slit her throat during one of our more contentious chess games. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, it sounds like you sound like you're a real pawn. Yeah. Nandor Dread, yeah. They it doesn't seem all, like, yeah, you're none too of close. the vampires really care about their familiars in this universe. But also well, like that's extra funny because it's like oh, there's I feel like I'm thinking of some movie scene where like a similar thing happens and maybe it'll come back to me. But like I know you don't really care about this guy, but it's gonna be inconveniencing to you if he dies, so I am gonna kill him. No, one hundred percent that's what it does. Just to be like you've annoyed yeah. me this day. Yeah. Sometimes when they like fight with other vampires, when they like threaten their familial, they'll be like, how could you threaten my constant companion for 12 years? And who will clean the toilets? Yeah. Like, that's, yep. Okay. <laughs> you can't kill my maid. And then I got to find a new one. Exactly. That's, I hate reading reviews for maids. They never make any sense. Exactly. That's, yes, that's exactly it. Nandor dragged a finger over his throat, gurgling and fluttering his hand to illustrate blood, blood spray. <laughs> Yep. Guillermo giggled. <laughs> Why did he giggle? Oh, and you should be afraid, my friend. I lost that game. But in all fairness, I was distracted because the blood spray ruined my vest. Yes. Mander splayed a hand over the tan and green doublet that Guillermo put on him that evening. Guillermo was confident that he could have gotten the blood stain out now. He raised his hand. Nando curled his hand in confusion. What does that mean? Can I ask something? Ah, a wise system. Okay, go ahead. Nandor nodded slowly. So once her throat was slit, you turned her then? Nandor scoffed. Ah, no, you can't swallow anything if your throat is cut. Now can you? It was unfortunate, but I did enjoy an unexpected meal. So she didn't get turned into a vampire. Correct. The answer. Correct. The answer is not. Correct. Because it didn't happen. Oh, Guillermo thought. Oh, buddy. He didn't know what to say. Waste not, want not? You should have asked if he has turned any of his familiars into vampires. He's like, I lost. He was assuming. Yeah, he, yeah. I lost a number of excellent familiars to similar situations, Nandor grumbled. Do I need to worry about that? Yeah, what's the over-under? 50-50? Worse? <laughs> Probably worse. Maybe worse. 90-ish, 5-ish percent. Yeah. Guillermo asked timidly. He put a hand up on his neck, imagining the blade sinking in, sliding across, mm-hmm. opening the thin skin of his throat like scissors gliding through wrapping paper. Oh, yeah. And wow. Ha! Nandor snorted, in, snorted incredulously. Absolutely not. I assure you that this will never, ever be a problem for you. Uh-huh. Guillermo nodded slightly, mostly to himself. Can I get like a 10-point plan of how you're going to make that happen? Right. I don't know. I believe I'm you. I'm not so sure. Nandor's biting reassurance managed to make him feel a little better. I mean, he was right, wasn't he? Who would ever be jealous of me anyway? Why had Guillermo even thought of it? Nander continued, I was exiled after that. In the next country, I found a new familiar quite quickly, a young woman from a very rich family. Oh yeah, in general, I, maybe you brought it up. How do they find the familiars for the most part? Do they just kind of pick somebody? They just, or like... Yeah, they just pick someone. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sounds fun. She only liked other ladies and was trying to escape her betrothal from a contemptible man. Yeah. Fair. I ate him for her and he tasted like boot soles. Nandor like made what? Boot soles? Oh, the, okay. The yeah. soles of boots? Yes. I only the heard the soles part and I was like, oh. I'm sorry. It tasted like a soul? No. No, no. it's like bad leather. Bad leather. So which means he was probably a shit dude. Yep. Nandor made a disgusted face. Jerky like. As though, as though he was remembering the taste then and there. Guillermo wondered if Nandor would ever eat people for him, if he asked. Wondered briefly what he would taste like too. Better than boot soles, hopefully. Probably. That apparently was a bad move. She was so agitated. <laughs> that was a bad move. Silly, really. Nandor waved his hand. She didn't want to marry him anyway. What was the big deal? I just assumed eating him would be helpful, and I guess right. I was the bad guy. <laughs> right. It didn't end up mattering because I returned home one evening and she was convulsing, which was very odd for her. She didn't usually do that. Oh. Guillermo furrowed his brow. She had a seizure? 
What did that mean? He raised his hand again. Nandor inclined his head toward him. So he asked, did you turn her then? I couldn't. With all the foam in she the She was puke. having a seizure. Fernando shrugged. She was seizing. Yeah. I couldn't get a good grip on her. I had to throw out the rug by myself, too. She was so close to the tile. Oh, my God. <laughs> Just like what cats throw up. Don't do it inside. You pick up you pick up the convulsing human and just put it out in the yard. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> he clicked his teeth in distant in distant irritation with the woman that had been dead for centuries. Yeah. Guillermo supposed he would find that annoying too. Okay, so we're batting zero right yeah. now. <laughs> but um so have you turned Nando kept talking. Mm-hmm. Let's see now. Nando steepled his finger together. I had two fabulous familiars back in the sixteen sixties in Poland. Maybe Prussia? Started with that letter anyway. Very freewheeling time. We all had a lot of fun together. Dandor smiled wide, his fangs gleaming in the candlelight. His eyes, too. Guillermo rubbed the hem of his sweater between his fingers and looked down, smiling softly. Maybe Nandor would remember him like this someday? And then Nandor kept talking. I thought everyone was cool, but, uh, one night they were both gone. I had to put myself to coffin, which was already bullshit. And then- (laughs) put myself to coffin. Yeah. No one tucked me in or sang me a song or told me a story. That is what Guillermo does. He does tuck in Nandor. This is is like our flag means death all over again. This is a show I ghost wrote and I didn't even know. (laughs) Yep. um, They are both produced by... um, I was going to say, I think they have a similar team. It's It's me. (laughs) It's Grace and... uh, I've been been writing on the weekends. It's it's Grace and Taika Waititi or whatever. However you say his name. We're best friends. Yep. We are besties. (laughs) I just shoot him ideas sometimes. One soul, two bodies. They're just like... (laughs) One soul, two bodies. Sometimes we meet up for coffee and just like shoot the shit. Yeah. Just give him some of my ideas and then I forget them immediately and then the show comes and I'm like, I think I thought of that. I think that was mine. Pretty sure I wrote but that part. He's allowed to have it. Pretty sure. I thought everyone was cool, but uh, one night they were both gone. I had to put myself to coffin, which was already bullshit. And then, surprise, he looked down at something imaginary in his lap and shook his hands in the air. It turned out one of them was in there. Guillermo's eyes started to Nandor's coffin. coffin. Mm-hmm. Yep, in the coffin. Okay. He would never, ever dare... I guess the other guy didn't like him because he stabbed him like like Switzerland cheese and ruined his face. Switzerland cheese? <laughs> Swiss cheese. Yeah, that's right. And ruined his face. Just like, ah, Nandor motioned to his, his own face, face making clawing motions. Why do you put him in the coffin? I don't know. Guillermo mm. giggled again. He definitely didn't have to worry about another familiar trying to kill him. It that's was good. Right. It was very rude. Most of his blood had dried into the fur lining of my coffin. <sighs> so I couldn't even enjoy that. And on top of that, I again had to replace the coffin by my fucking self. Yander's arms. What happened to the other familiar? It ran off. Oh, I would. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're probably going to die. <laughs> yep. So. Nandor's arms flopped to the side in dismay. He sighed. Key takeaway? Only one familiar. A little puff of pride flared in Guillermo's chest that Nandor had chosen him. Guillermo raised his hand again. And Nandor's ascent, he asked, What happened to the other familiar? Other f- Nandor frowned, but it passed quickly. I don't know. How would I know that? He never came back. Huh, Guillermo thought. How would I know? Yeah, he's like, God, didn't ask any questions. He was just gone. keep track of them after they kill people. Yeah, right? They just go. I don't want to deal with that. Yeah, right? Huh, Guillermo thought to himself. He realized that he had kind of hoped that Nandor would avenge the dead familiar. Guess not. There was, about a century ago, I had a magnificent familiar. Nando slumped back in the chase and his gaze became distant. Guillermo could immensely sense that this one was different. She was smart, shy, funny, always getting into trouble. She didn't have many opportunities. On top of being a human woman, she was many different colors. And I guess that was a no-no? Anyway, I was very fond of her and she... She... Nando looked down for a loan. many different colors is a crazy way to say maybe multiracial. 
or like maybe she's got a port wine stain or that other or she just has crazy hair (laughs) yeah i don't know it could literally be anything he didn't say where the colors were right yeah who knows many colors he closed his eyes for a moment and then growled she ruined the tub (laughs) garamo felt a confusing nausea he wasn't sure how to interpret the story either did she well no blood wouldn't ruin maybe she had tried dissolving a body in the tub he had seen Breaking Bad hmm. and knew that wouldn't work. Or she just broke it with like a hammer. But yeah. Like... He raised his hand again. <laughs> what about the fam- What about the familiar right before me? When did you turn them? Wait, we're not going to learn more about why the tub was broken? I, I don't know. What does that mean? I don't know. Uh-huh. What about the familiar right before me? When mm-hmm. did you turn them? Nando brightened, which encouraged Guillermo. The familiar before you came into my dark employ sometime after the new millennium. Nice enough guy. Lost him pretty quickly, though. Mm. L- lost him? Guillermo stuttered. Nandor sat up. I feel like we're really jumping around in time. Yep. Do they just not have familiars for some chunks of time? Yeah. Oh, okay. I was going to say, we were we were in the 1600s, and then we were at the turn of the 19th century, and then we were at the next century. So. Yeah, sometimes they just don't have them. <sighs> they just wander around in squalor. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Nandor sat up, bracing his elbows on his thighs. We were playing the hiding-seeking game one night, and he wouldn't come out even when I ordered him to. Okay, well, I am leaving now, I had said, but still nothing. Very dedicated. Oh my god. Guillermo took a deep, slow breath and looked around the crypt, as though a strange, emaciated man would crawl out of a cupboard at any moment. (laughs) So what? What does that mean? Did he quit without telling you? Guillermo had to hope. Left. Nandor immediately dashed that. Oh no, his smell never left the house. What? Guillermo said nothing. Couldn't say anything. A chill tiptoed up his final core. Anyway, let me know if you find him, Nandor, <laughs> Nandor said casually. Guillermo looked up at Nandor. This was not that long ago, but like, it's, it's like 20 years, maybe? Right? Ago? Right? It's just, I made, you, I made you and Josie listen to that one podcast about that guy who lived in the attic, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't remember what his name was, but... yeah. He had a, <laughs> the woman that lived there had giant boobs and a husband and like kept him in the attic to have sex with him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but he was just like fully emaciated and like hunched over because the attic was like five feet up. Yeah. <laughs> his name was like Odin or Waldo or something. Yeah. I remember. Yeah. He just like. Olim. I don't remember what his name was, but it sounds like that guy where he's just like, what if I didn't stay in the walls? <laughs> yeah. Who knows what happened to him? Uh, Did we not learn? <laughs> no. Guillermo looked up at Nandor with utter horror plain on his features. Was that an actual possibility? It felt like his heart was trying to crawl up his throat. Did he... Did he fucking die somewhere in the... Guillermo blinked rapidly and adjusted his glasses. Wait, so, um, then did all of your previous familiars die? Not all of them died. I mean, all of them are probably dead. Yeah. By age, at least. Exactly. Not all of them died. Menly simply quit. As I have told you many times, being a familiar is not easy. Nander gingerly grabbed Guillermo's sketchbook book from his lap, flipping through it slowly, holding one page in delicate pinched fingers. He held it up to Guillermo and asked, Who is this representing? Oh, um, Guillermo felt heat building in his cheeks to replace the chill from earlier. Nandor read, Guillermo the Great, Aww. out loud, and then asked, Is this another vampire that you idolize like that Armand? No, 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 master, it's me as a vampire. Aww. Guillermo smiled awkwardly, quietly hissing and, mo- and motioning fangs in the front of his mouth. He, he knew he wasn't exactly a fantastic artist, but that didn't stop Nandor's next comment from punching through his ribs like an ice pick. Hmm, hmm. I don't see the resemblance. Plus, you are neither a vampire nor a great. Guillermo the okay human familiar, more like. Nandor paused, squinting at Guillermo. Guillermo the... Oh, it's another G word. The gullible. Yes. Good enough. 
Guillermo the <laughs> Guillermo the good at chores. <laughs> Guillermo the uh, googly. <laughs> the googly. Yes. Mandor paused, squinting at Guillermo and then back at the sketch. This was really meant to be you? Eh. He handed the sketchbook back to Guillermo and recommended asking Laszlo for art lessons. Hmm. Guillermo's eyes stung and he said, Okay, yes sir, right away. Nandor held out a hand before Guillermo could leave. Not right now. Let us play a game, Nandor said, reaching out for Guillermo to help him to his feet. Please, Jesus, not hide and seek. Guillermo prayed silently as he grasped Nandor's cold hand. You can choose to stop hiding. Yes. Do they have like, um, do the vampires have some sort of like glamour They can effect? hypnotize people, but um, over the seasons, uh, the so I'm Guillermo just trying has- to logistic out why this man never came out. If he was like hypnotized, glamoured into being like, okay, don't. Don't let me win. Keep hiding until I find you. And he was just like, yes, master. And like stayed in the walls the whole time. Who knows? I'm assuming he got trapped somewhere. Oh, God. Now he's mouse food. It's like not a safe house they live in. It's like an old Victorian house. I'm sure it's like, not. It seems old. Kind of and a lot of things are broken in. because, you know, only Guillermo's Why would they taking care. Yeah, only Guillermo's taking care of it. Yeah. Guillermo prayed silently as he grasped Nandor's cold hand. He beckoned Guillermo to follow him into the fancy room. Have you heard of a game called Connect Four? Guillermo had never played a game with Nandor before. He kept making bad moves on purpose, with the assumption that Nandor would expect to win. After three or four rounds of effortless victories, Nandor pulled the plastic grate before Guillermo. As the red and black pieces spilled down the playing grate, he said, Guillermo, I want you to actually play, please, in a surprisingly soft voice. Guillermo felt the breath catch in his throat. It's, it's okay if I win? Aww. You won't be um, upset? Nandor responded, never, as long as you don't cheat. Fair. Guillermo collected his red pieces as Nandor collected his black ones. Of course, it's a hard game to cheat at. It is. How, yeah. How really, would, I guess like if you, if you put, if you like just take, look over there and you put like three in. Uh, yeah, but like <laughs> you can't do a whole lot. Yeah. Guillermo collected his red pieces as Nandor collected his black ones, their fingers brushing incidentally. Oh. Look, boy, you either can or you can't. And judging by this, you definitely can't. Laszlo's words echoed through his head as Guillermo looked up online art tutorials. <laughs> he was sketching quick studies from memory of Nandor's head at different angles when Nandor called him again. Hmm. This time, he grabbed his regular notepad and left the sketchbook. I have just been informed that it is n- 2010. We need to sort through my last century of clothes. Mm. Nandor led Guillermo up to the oh, attic. So Guillermo's been around for a while. This is like pre the show. Yes. Mm. Guillermo's been uh again like twelve years you said yeah twelve years yeah, so this is like year so this is like year one sounds like a thirty year old man living under the basement steps yep oh yep that's... like twenty year olds they can live anywhere yep yep thirty year olds got bad bags yep <laughs> yeah he's he should get a you know a nice mattress he and... should get a real room <laughs> yeah and this is where we go to our sponsor buy a Sealy mattress. <laughs> Apartments.com. Apartments.com. Yeah, get an apartment. Apartments.com. Nandor led Guillermo up to the attic for the first time. The single bare bulb revealed piles of junk. Was that a stairmaster? Do they need to exercise still? Or do they just find it fun? Yeah. (laughs) That might be his question for next week, Guillermo decided. It couldn't possibly have an existentially terrifying answer. Guillermo was also vaguely surprised that Nandor even owned clothes from the last century. But Nandor led him to the trunk that... That is clothes from many centuries. Yes. Why would they get rid of them? No, right? In the intro for the show, you see them in like lots of different styles of dress Mm. and like in different art styles to like indicate that they've been around for a while. So um, it's very fun. Yeah, just keep the clothes. I would. I would. 
what was old it will be new again. Yes. Guillermo was also vaguely surprised that Nandor even owned clothes from the last century, but Nandor led him to a trunk that had clearly last been opened in the 1970s. <laughs> Nandor would either hand him an item to keep or toss an item he didn't like anymore into a growing pile. Guillermo had a, was a little bummed when he threw a purple shirt and a leather vest on the discarded pile. He would have loved to see Nandor wearing something like that. <laughs> it seemed so at odds with his usual refined style. Guillermo also couldn't hide his reaction when Nandor pulled out a suede jacket positively dripping with fringe. Yes. I've had a lot of good times in the discos with these, Nando said seemingly to explain himself. Guillermo couldn't imagine Nandor wearing any of this, let alone dancing. It was fascinating. <laughs> People go dancing now, master. If you ever... It's not the same, Guillermo. It never will be, Nando said it's with surprising <laughs> gravity, shaking his head. No one's doing cocaine out in the open. I know. They're all doing it in the bathrooms. Um, what am I supposed to do with this? And like carefully where no one can see them. The floor doesn't even light up. What's the point? What's the point? <laughs> It's not the same, Guillermo. It never will be, Nando said with surprising gravity, shaking his head. Guillermo opened the next trunk in the line, a white leather trunk, and screamed, and screamed, and screamed. Is it the, the familiar that was lost forever? The inside was dark brown and wet and slick and edged in rings of toxic blues and purples and smelled absolutely horrendous. What? The putrid stench was like rancid fingers shoved down his throat, Ooh. in his nose, in his eyes. But he couldn't look away, couldn't stop screaming. The sunken paper bag eye sockets stared back <laughs> at him. <laughs> Nandor slammed the lid shut and tried to calm Guillermo. It's okay, it's okay, Guillermo. Shh, shh, he sings sounds lightly patting Guillermo's shaking shoulders. There, there. Guillermo still couldn't stop screaming. He can't get you. You are fine. Please stop shrieking. I know Nandor. he can't get me, but it smells bad. <laughs> Nando's the problem that you think is the problem is not the problem. Right. Nando's song ended. Guillermo, please, you will startle the attic squirrels. He whispered, looking around the rafters in concern. Guillermo was lightheaded. Mm. Couldn't get the image out of his head. Felt sick. Felt so sick. Leaned over to throw up, but nothing would come out. Nandor awkwardly patted his back. Come now, you've seen dead people before. This Why one's is it in this trunk, though? This one's a lot soupier, but uh, <laughs> at least we're in a convenient to-go box for you to take care of. Well, it's so easy to take him outside and just toss him into the flower bed. Right? Guillermo rallied. He could do this. He was doing this to escape ever becoming this. After all, Nandor was right. It was just leftovers. <laughs> As he heaved the white trunk down from the attic, Ooh. he tripped over his own jeans no, and fell. No, it's going to soup out. No. going to wrap that in a Ziploc bag or something. He tripped over his own jeans and fell, oh, no. spilling everything no. out of the trunk down uh, the stairs with him. No. Wet, leathery bones skittered down the steps. <laughs> wet the bones. Br- <laughs> wet bones. You ever think about how your bones are wet all the time? Right? Wasn't that like a TikTok no uh, sound or something? It was one of those things that other people were grossed out, and I was like, well, yes. yeah. Yeah. If they were dry... That would be worse. Everything inside you is wet. Everything inside you is wet all the time. Yeah. Don't make it weird. Yeah. Imagine imagine your bones were dry. Yuck. Ugh. That's worse. Ugh. I don't like that. I feel like I have to put lotion on now. I don't like that. Yeah, right. <laughs> I got to drink some water. <laughs> make my bones wetter. Make I'm my un- bones wetter. I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> I hate when my skin is dry. My bones being dry? Nightmare. <laughs> bone chilling. Bone drying. My bones were so dry this day. It's just like a euphemism for uncomfortableness. Right. I could feel the dryness in my bones like as other, the heat wave came in. Other languages have like completely nonsensical idioms that don't work when you... That's that's my new English one is that I'm, I can feel my bones being dry. <laughs> I can feel when the rain's coming because my bones are so dry. Right. It just means I don't like the feeling of today. <laughs> Wet, leathery bones skittered down the steps. The brown liquid... Slithered. 
Skittered. Skittered? Oh, that's better. Okay. Brown, I was like, slithering the, is pretty bad. That yeah. means they're real gelatin-like. The bones are skittering. They shouldn't be that wet. The brown liquid, what had been, used to be a person, was now leaking out of the white trunk, mm-hmm. soaking into his sweater, his had jeans, a white trunk his too. shoes, the floorboards, yeah. staining everything. Yeah. It was unsalvageable. He threw up in the trunk with his eyes screwed shut. Yeah. When he got the cleaning kit from the bathroom, he donned his rubber gloves inside. You just scoop it. Pack it to the box. It's fine. This is fine. Spoiled human soup. He did it. He threw out the sweater, his jeans, and his shoes, cried and scrubbed himself raw in the shower, and still felt like the brown liquid had somehow been absorbed inside of him. The thrift store run was overdue anyway. He had lost a lot of weight as a familiar. Maybe with better fitting jeans, he could avoid these kinds of accidents. Mm. Annoyingly, the thrift shop only had beige khaki pants in his size, but he figured they'd probably be ruined at some point anyway. One of Nandor's victims had a lot of cash on him, so Guillermo threw in a white dress shirt since they were easier to bleach, and another mm. sweater that fit a bit better as well. And that's like what Guillermo wears all the time: khaki pants, like a collared shirt, and a sweater over, and like a dad sweater over all of it. Yeah, yeah, kind of a dad look. Yep, and he's got like round glasses. Yeah, and he's just kind of looks like he might own a cat. One hundred percent, he looks like he owns a couple cats, but he can't because of vampires. Exactly, he lives in a fucking closet. <laughs> Exactly. Guillermo didn't really appreciate helping Nandor out of his coffin that night to effusive praise. Guillermo, wow, look at you. So professional. Quite the improvement, Nandor <laughs> hummed, clearly pleased with his new look. He adjusted his collar, blushing. The, the, thank you, master. Silver linings. Ugh, no, not silver. Gold linings, if anything. Yes. Even better. <laughs> yes, gold linings, master. Guillermo chuckled, standing a little taller. Guillermo had a nightmare the next day. Nandor was standing at the center of the foyer, his hands over his eyes. Nandor not going to acknowledge that this trunk man was probably his previous familiar. Because, like... Yeah. That would be a good place to hide. It is. Yeah. Pretty sure. Pretty sure. Pretty. I think I've cracked this code. Pretty sure we found the previous familiar. It's not really important to Nandor who's in the box. (sighs) Just that it gets cleaned up so that no one slips. Guillermo, you gotta get out of here. Man, every single sign is saying no. Correct. (laughs) Correct. Nandor was standing in the center of the foyer, his hands over his eyes. The rug he was standing on was stained with brown liquid. (sighs) All righty, Guillermo. Ready or not. Guillermo slipped into Nandor's crypt, looking for a place to hide. Stepping through the heavy door, he was back in the sloped, unfinished attic, the single bare bulb flickering. Everything was cleared away, and there was only a white trunk in the middle, waiting. He felt Tara constrict his chest. Was he breathing? The light bulb was barely clinging to life. Brown liquid dripped is down. Is this really happening? No, this is, no, this is a dream. No, this is nightmare. a nightmare. I was going to say it. What? what? <laughs> no, this is a nightmare. Okay. Brown liquid dripped down the sides of the white trunk as the lin opened with a groan or a wheeze. Everything was pitch black. Guillermo hammered on the lid, screaming and screaming, and he couldn't get it open no matter how hard he tried. Total panic overtook his body, and he cooked at the walls like a rabbit fighting to escape the jaws of a wolf. <laughs> master! <laughs> master! Master! He screamed, his throat raw, hysterical tears streaming down his face, the trunch shaking with his struggle. Master! Nan! A slick hand slipped over his mouth. End. Okay. And then the note says, the last few stories I've written, I've said, yes, 
Finally, this is it. The worst thing I've ever written. <laughs> Who knows how far down this pit goes? Enjoy the suffering. Credit to Synesthetic for Beta Ing. Credit galore to the Nandermo Discord for feeding my darkest impulses. Yeah, yeah, Gira should uh, leave. <laughs> yeah, he's got a really bad job. Yeah. And he doesn't even get paid. And now he's having like premonitions of, of either previous familiar's deaths, which is bad, or a hint that he will perhaps also meet his end in this role. Yep. Seems like history is really looping around right uh, now, man. Yep. Yeah, gotta, gotta leave. Yeah, he really he really should. Oh, that was good, though. Felt very accurate to the show. <laughs> it, yeah, it's pretty on the nose. Nice. Okay, well, I'll have to watch this show now and add it to my list of things I need to see. So, Grace, what are you uh, bringing for me next week? A classic, classic spooky season tag, Paranormal Activity. <laughs> Woo! Woo! I think I was I was rude in my prompting of you in this tag last time because we didn't really know AO3 that well outside of our own personal usage of it. Yep. Um, I thought there would be more Paranormal Activity, the movie. Yep. To, and there was not. So no. we're, we're branching out into just g- general paranormal activity. Yep. <laughs> Which, uh, fair. That'll I be do fun. Still, I do still want more fix of characters in a paranormal activity situation. It would be fun. Yes. So that's what we're hitting next week Um, for Halloween, question mark, near Ooh. Halloween. And catch our, 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 monst- our Monster Smash month on our Patreon. Patreon.com slash podcast. It is the Steam and Cream podcast where we have uh, this podcast, but there's more bits and less alcohol. And more smut. And more smut. And if you would like to get in contact with us outside of uh, Patreon, you can contact us at uh, any of our social medias. So we are Fine Pairings Podcast on... Twitter. So not Twitter. That's the only one it's not. Yeah. It's Fine Pairings Podcast on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, no. that other one. <laughs> Tumblr. Tumblr. Instagram. Okay. Instagram, lost, TikTok, Tumblr, Facebook. And I think that's it. And, and then it's Twitter. on And then Fine Pairings Pod on Twitter. We got there. We got all of them. We got to really round it up every time. I always forget Tumblr. You can always get in touch with us if you don't like social meds. You can do the, the old school email, which is finepairingspodcast at gmail.com. And if you like us, thank you, first of all. Second of all, if you would like a reward for liking us, you can leave us a five-star review. That's always helpful on Spotify or on Apple Podcasts. And as a reward, we will write a custom fan fiction just for you. It is 500 words. We read them at the end of the season. And you can, through any uh, means, tell us what you would like that fan fiction to be about. DMs, emails, smoke signals, but I don't really know how to read those. Carrier pigeons. Carrier pigeons. Send me a pigeon. (laughs) Send me a pigeon. Send me a, uh, I'll try and get in touch with you via uh, Ouija board. (laughs) Wild. The uh, translation might get lost, but we'll see. (laughs) I look forward next week to some sort of paranormal activity. Love it. Goodbye. Goodbye. Ghosts. Blood. Vampires. Coffins. Words. (laughs) Goodbye. Goodbye.